following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, I just asked you a question moments before coming on that uh, there's the term now that is, uh, it's fairly new, I guess, crowdfunded. That's uh, that's a newer term for what we are as a ministry that we are listener supported. It's now called mm. crowdfunded, but we are a crowdfunded mission here and Hope for the Heart exists. Uh, just as I can tell folks that uh, we are here because of the financial support of those who listen. And I would encourage people, if you're considering giving a gift, to go ahead and do so in the coming days and weeks. Um, actually, most of our giving each year comes in the final weeks of the year, and that's what fuels our next year to be able to keep doing what we do. So much of Hope for the Heart is about giving content away. Uh, And I've seen us do that a lot, whether it's through the website, through resources we send to Hope in the Night Mm -hmm. callers each night, and the podcasts and our conferences, so many resources, because we want to reach as many people as possible with biblical hope and practical help. And uh, the gift of so many or what help us do that. And they can support in yes. a couple of ways at the website, hopefortheheart.org slash donate. That's hopefortheheart.org slash donate or call 800-488-HOPE. And yeah, well, I want to say one thing, though. Many people, um, they, many, there's no way you could know some of the results of this program to take action when we've had a caller, and sometimes it's a, a tragedy what mm-hmm. has happened, yes. uh, abuse of certain kinds. But I just want you to know there are times when, due to the intervention, somebody's listening and they are able to take action. Sometimes even legal issues are charged and, I mean... Uh, you would love it, but I can't tell you. I can't. I can't reveal what uh, the results are. But thank you for those of you who pray for our ministry, those of you who who give to our ministry. I mean, it. I'm so thrilled about one of the our situations that where somebody intervened on uh, this last Saturday, and I can't tell you what it was because there will be action t- but there's action taken place yeah. uh, to to protect to protect a child so thank you so so much those of you who wonder well geez is, does it just end here well you wouldn't you'd be surprised it goes it, on long after the call mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yes so just saying so good so good now now i have something to say I have an today idea. <laughs> is well, we're in December, and in December we usually do Christmas trivia, and it's my job to see if you could possibly, there, is there any way to know what the answer would be? We do this just for a few weeks, and so are you ready for the first question? I've been in my basement eating candy canes and drinking eggnog <laughs> and studying <laughs> <laughs> studying all the Christmas hmm. trivia I can find. So let's see Okay, all <laughs> that right. paid off. And it'll depend on even if our audience listeners, do they know these answers. On what date does the Christmas season end in Sweden? Is it January 1st or 
the 13th. Oh, I was going to say January 6th, thinking it's uh, Three Kings Day, but uh, let's say the 13th. You're exactly right. All right. Good, 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 good guess. Uh, what does Yogi Bear always do that causes him annually to miss Christmas? Always. It must be hibernating. Ex- he hibernates. Got it. You're right. Well, and when we go over the river and through the woods, what stings the toes and bites the nose? It's a what, not a who. I would say Jack Frost. Let me just say Frost. And or the cold. Uh, if it's not okay, and then what carries the cold? The wind. The wind. Right. I knew you would get it. There you are. <laughs> well, and it's sixty-seven percent so far. Well, <laughs> <laughs> two out of in three. What, in what Irish city was the Messiah? That's the phenomenal oratorio by Handel. Handel. Uh, when? Where was it first performed? In Ireland. I mean. I can't. I can't handle this question. Well, <laughs> Sorry for the do you pun. Know, do, you, do you know? Do you? <laughs> you can't handle. Yeah. Uh, okay, missed the pun. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. In what Irish city? You can guess any old Irish city. Was the Messiah first performed? I just think Dublin. Exactly right. Is that Woo! right? Wow. Yay! And um, I used to be a, a big part city. of. Well, you know, it's it handles Messiah. Really, it's amazing. The the biblical oh. references oh, all the way through. It's all yeah. about the coming of Christ, and it's a phenomenal oratorial. What time type of Christmas party should you be on your best behavior? Well, I don't know about this. I mean. <laughs> It's a Christmas party, but it, I'm just going to say it's an office party, and oh. that's all very uh, uh, dubious because I've heard about some wild office parties. Yes. Not at our ministry. Not ours, no. No, 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 no. What stringed instrument was Silent Night originally written for? That's one of your favorites, the guitar. The guitar, yep. and I'll be doing that for our uh, the Hope Center. And I'll be telling the story, the story behind Silent Night. Uh, there, there are several phenomenal stories. Merry Christmas. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. The following program is pre-recorded. You are listening to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in just a moment. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Maybe there's a situation you're going through in your life or a situation of a friend of yours and you're talking with them about some struggle they're having. You'd like to point them to some resources through Hope for the Heart. We'd like to help you with that and just call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE and get their recommendations there. They can point you to the website with some free resources there, or if you'd like some in your hands, you can order directly from them. Again, the number 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Well, here at the the end of the year, we're uh, looking to um, uh, just think about how we've been blessed by Hope for the Heart and the ministry of the radio program, Hope in the Night. And uh, we want to tell you that your continued prayers and generosity are vital as we reach more people with God's truth during these difficult times. So many living under the weight of uncertainty and fear, and we're here to help them understand and apply God's promises. We're so grateful for your financial and prayerful support and uh, all the the money that you give, the donations that you give to our ministry allow us to grow the number of people we reach with biblical hope and practical help. We are a listener-funded broadcast, and we cannot do this ministry without your financial support. So just go to uh, hopefortheheart.org. You can do that. It's easy as looking on your your smartphone. And again, hopefortheheart.org and make a gift today. Uh, You're the cornerstone of keeping hope in the night on the air. We just want to say thank you for that and uh, let you know again how to give. The easiest way is to uh, use your smartphone or computer and go to hopefortheheart.org. That's hopefortheheart.org. Let's get to our caller for tonight, and we welcome back to the program tonight, Sandy. Well, hi, Sandy. So glad to have you back. Hi. Um, When we last talked, um, you described a type of fear, including... um, Food, is this correct? Yes. And I was very interested in what you had to say. Um, would you detail that more for me? Well, um, just the right now the fear that I have is like when I eat, you know, I have anxiety before I eat, 
and I feel like, oh, no, if I eat, I'm, you know, my stomach's going to hurt or, you know, I'm not going to be able to breathe. I'm going to be too full. i got to watch what I'm going to eat. And so then I eat, you know, and I enjoy the food, but then all of a sudden, like, my stomach will hurt or something or I'll feel, like, like different, like something I'm not used to. And so then I start panicking. I say, oh, no, it, it was toxic. You know, um, now I'm going to have a heart attack or I'm going to throw up or, you know, stuff like that. Just weird thoughts go through my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And isn't it interesting that you identified it, the situation as weird thoughts? Yes. You know, I, I'm going to die by eating this food. Let me tell you why I especially wanted us to talk further. I hear that you grew up in a very abnormal home, just as I did. Not a, We had different scenarios, but I know what it's like when chaotic, you, you use the word chaotic, um, yes. it was not normal, um, there's always anger, and you said always physical abuse, always sexual abuse. You're talking about, you're talking about extremes, and you have no choice when you're a child. Now, the reason mm-hmm. I'm pointing this out is because of the scripture that says, "When I was a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child." Now that I'm an adult, I put childish ways behind me. And the issue isn't, I I don't hear you being childish. I hear that you can still be controlled by that powerless time in your life where, as an adult, you have difficulty taking the rightful mindset that you could have, but you're going to have to reinforce it over and over mm-hmm. in order to be an overcomer, because mm-hmm. it was Jesus who said, the truth set you free. Yes. And I know yes. you don't want to be controlled by what you know is weird thinking, wrong no, thinking. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. So I, I compliment don't. you for that. See, because many people, they, they'll say, look, I'm just what I am. Accept me. You, know, you, you mm. accept me or forget it. You know, and, and it's like if somebody sees something or hears something and might want to be of help, um, some people just will refuse to listen to anybody, and, and they're afraid of that. And I understand the issue of fear. I really do. But mm. what... What I know we want to do is not do something that's going to reinforce a sense of, I'm just going to use the term, it's like a self-starvation. Anorexia is very, very challenging because it's an eating disorder. And the word disorder means it's not just something that... uh, could be minor, but it impacts your daily living. A word, the word yes. disorder, whether it's post-traumatic disorder, 
in this case, anorexia is a disorder, but it's characterized by compulsive, chronic self-starvation, refusing to maintain a body weight within 15% of a person's normal weight. And, you know, I've been with, you know, years ago, I remember a number of people, um, I knew the family, I knew the people, and a lot, most people don't know much about anorexia. Don't you think that's true? Yes, I agree. So, most people don't know what to do, much less, what what are you dealing with? Um, and there are different types of of approach or causes for anorexia or different types of eating disorders and but i but i want to tell you about a scenario that i think will touch your heart i'm going to be very blunt blunt here i have a niece who called me one day and she said, Aunt June, I don't know how to help my cousin. And this is uh, not on our family side, but some a cousin that I hardly knew. I'm trying to think if I had met her. But um, the, the, the thing is, she had a heart to help young people. She worked at a children's home. Uh, for you know, when kids had been abused and now they have to live someplace else. And she, she worked as, at this children's home. She had a, uh, a loving father who was a pastor. Mm-hmm. She had a, a mother who was a nurse. So these were not weird people on the fringe. These were people who loved to help other people. And I knew the two of them, but I didn't know there were a couple of daughters. And what happened was this girl, I'm sorry, this young woman in her 30s that was the the cousin of uh, my niece, she, she got down to 73 pounds. Wow. 73 pounds. We're not talking about 103 or 113. We're talking about 73. And finally, she had to discontinue working. And so I thought, well, they knew. My my, my niece knew we had material on anorexia. And so when I began to talk with her. She was so glad to talk with me. She was very receptive toward me, but she said God had told her to quit eating. Hmm. And that if she, and so she didn't want to go against God. And so she would quit eating and then periodically this State would intervene. The, her parents would intervene, and she'd have to be put on a feeding tube. Now you know that this means that somewhere in her mind, it was ir- what she was thinking was irrational. 
Mm-hmm. And I, but, and I, I, I began to think, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? And then I began to think, well, wait a minute. Who made food to eat? Mm. God. And he gave instruction of multiple kinds of things to eat. And so all of a sudden, so I was talking with her about that. And she said, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Mm. I said, but if God, in his word, we're talking about in the Bible, I said, do you believe what the Bible says? And she said, yes. I said, well, for God to be specific about grains, food, and and so what I did, I just did a search in the Bible, which, you know, on on food, on uh, um, eating. And, of course, I think you know that if there is a lack of food, um, there can be blood problems, there Mm -hmm. can be uh, kidney problems, intestinal problems, Uh, there there are hormones that are, uh, that can become imbalanced, um, and it impacts the brain. And I could go on. Uh, And so often, what we're talking about, why people die, it's cardiac arrest. Because it messes up the electrolytes. And electrolytes in the heart, they're like... Have you ever seen Christmas tree lights? And you... One bulb goes out and the whole string goes out. So you've got to find the bulb that is faulty and then once you replace that one, the string lights up. Does this, does this am I communicating your, with your yeah. knowledge? So yeah. see, this yeah. is what happens. And so if there's not the potassium and they're, and they're you know, these specific electrolyte um, imbalances, that can cause a fatal heart attack. We'll come back and talk a little bit more. Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. 
lifelinetohope.org. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry, and we thank you for that. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE, and they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. I want to recommend some of our keys for living. We have uh, anorexia and bulimia, control that's out of control. Also, fear, no longer afraid. Those and many other titles are available by calling customer support, and they can send those on their way to you or uh, may, maybe even point you to a resource that's online at our, at our website, hopefortheheart.org. Uh, and and uh, they can find you some uh, some resources, whatever would help you the most. Again, their number, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you have something going on in your life and you'd like to talk with, with June about that on a future broadcast of Hope of the Night, give us a call at 800-917 and just leave a message for us. We'll get back to you and talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917-800-644-4817. Let's return now to our conversation with Sandy. Well, sweet Sandy, um, I'm so glad you have a teachable spirit. Um, you're you're not combative. You're not trying to be rebellious and arrogant at all. I don't hear any of that. I, I hear. No, I want to learn. I want I want to get over this. I don't want to do this. You know, just even yeah. listening to what you're saying and all that, you know, I, I mean, I get it. Like even mm. during, you know, when I was on hold, I kind of felt like a scratchy throat. And then I thought, okay, what did I eat today that could have caused that? That's <laughs> the first thought that mm-hmm. came to my mind. Well, uh, see, I, it's great that because when Jesus says the truth sets us free, it, it covers a lot for us. And all of us have had misbeliefs. All, in fact, since truth sets you free, it's error that has us in bondage. And and so you and I, we don't want to be in bondage, even though at times we have thought incorrectly. In fact, I I went on and turned to something. uh, We have these, what we call... uh, 
keys for living or biblical counseling keys. And at the very, very end, we rarely talk about this, at the very, very end, there are always 10 scripture memory cards. And listen to some of these scriptures, because I will have gone through looking for all these scriptures, thinking, what could be of encouragement to someone who is a struggler? I just call them strugglers. Um, Proverbs 15.32 says, Those who disregard discipline despise themselves, but the one who heeds correction gains understanding. Well, that's you. You, you, you want understanding. Now, now listen to this. Proverbs, of course, Proverbs is the book on wisdom. Proverbs 16.26 says, The appetite of laborers works for them. Their hunger drives them on. This isn't said negatively. First uh, Corinthians 10.31, a very famous passage, says, Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Yeah. Okay. Um, Matt, Jesus said in Matthew fifteen eleven, what goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth that is what defiles them. So it's not what comes goes into your mouth. Romans twelve twenty, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. Mm. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. And you know we we have multiple times when this kind of language is is used. First um, Timothy 4.4, 4, everything God created is good, and nothing mm. is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. So, mm. yeah, and, you know, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you receive from God? You are not your own. Now think about that. If you have given your life to Christ, truly said, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. I yes. give you my, to the best of my ability, I, I, I yield my will to your will. If that's you, then you are not your own. God wants you to have the kind of nourishment that he created food for. You're not your own to say, oh, well, I don't, I don't want, I mean, yes, in a way, you say, well, wait a minute, uh, what do you mean I'm not my own? It's the Lord who is to control you. So, if this is an area that is a stumbling block, then you go, okay, I need to think biblically and not be controlled by the pain of my past. Because you had very, very fearful, legitimately fearful abuse, fear-producing abuse. Um, you know, you, you know I, I just, um, when you said, you know, just watching people die. But there are all kinds of things that you had no choice about. And I mm -hmm. get it. Now you've got a choice. So it's like, okay, um, if this is a an area that 
could cause my death. And yes, it can, having an eating disorder can definitely shorten your life substantially. Yes. And you, you've been told that, I assume, by doctors, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I was almost going to do almost a 51-50 on me if I didn't start eating. What is a 51-50? I guess they put you in a, like a mental place and for seven, put a hold on you for 72 hours oh. to, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But this, this was like years ago. Yeah. Years, like... Yeah. And so what what I know is there are certain things that are better to eat than others. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll just be real candid. Okay. I eat, I always try to eat protein because mm-hmm. I know that is like eggs in the morning. And I do turkey bacon. And nobody doesn't has to do anything like what I do. May put, put some... Um, onion in there just for to have some onion because that's good and mm-hmm. and you know and actually I make little bowls up so I could have a bunch of them well you know several already prepared and then I pull put it out pull it out of the uh, refrigerator and just pop it in a microwave for 55 seconds now mm-hmm. that's protein and I actually don't do a lot of carbs it's just every once in a while, and I'm not legalistic about it. But I know carbs like can give you the sugar blues or something like that if you're doing a lot of sweets. And it's not that I don't like the other, but I kind of know, you kind of learn, okay, I, I definitely need, we all need protein. And mm-hmm. there are different ways to get it. But I'm, and I'm, I'm just telling you this, not, not f- for you to... To do what I what I do, but just to say, I know what it's like to think. Mm, no, I better not. You know, I, I I choose. I try to eat healthy, meaning. You know, I know nuts are good. Well, you can say, well, that's nuts, but that, no. And and the best nut is supposed to be the walnut, which is shaped like a brain, so that's the best one for your brain. Yeah, you, know, you just learn things along the way. And that's mm-hmm. that's fine, but what I, I, I would be concerned about is like your your fear you're afraid to eat. Okay, but what I would say is, well, let me ask this: Do you believe not, not that it's like my niece's cousin who said God told her, me not to eat, and so she felt she was disobeying God? I think that was delusional that can't be right because Mm -hmm. she would die if she were permitted to go on and do that and then later she got better but the point is do you believe that sometimes eating not eating excuse me do you think sometimes not eating is a type of act of faith for you or not um no okay no okay is give give me one more explanation. What what do you think is what is going on in your mind when I know you are fearful? You're you told me it. You're fearful that it is toxic, right? That's mm-hmm. what you said mm-hmm. last time. So mm-hmm. why would it be? 
toxic. I want to understand where did you where where does that thought come from? I I I don't know. I think like I know the the eating all oh, since I was young. Um, I remember always being told, you know, oh, you know, you need to eat this and. And you need to eat, and I wouldn't eat, so they would, like, force me to, you know, and my dad would kind of, like, make food and, and, and put food in it that I didn't like, and he would uh, lie to me, so uh, then I would, didn't trust him, you know, because he would hide things in it and try to give me meds, because I was always taking meds, you know, and force mm-hmm. meds on me, you know, mm-hmm. and I literally remember one time him literally sitting on top of me and trying to make me swallow this pill and mm. I felt like I was choking mm. and that's how I feel sometimes when I'm eating I feel like I'm full and like I'm gonna choke or I can't breathe you know so, so really what I feel that way I feel like the food is making me feel that way uh, so I avoid it okay. so I avoid it so it was like someone was controlling you even if he meant well you know that trying to force somebody to put something in their mouth and swallow it. You, you know that yeah. that doesn't work. I know that doesn't yeah. work. But obviously yeah. he didn't, if, I'm, if we're looking at him with the best motives, you know, but he, yeah. it, it's a horrible tactic. But, but what I'm hearing is you got triggered to be forced. It was, it was like a, so strongly against your will. Well, what if we do this? What if we say, okay, Instead of doing somebody else's will, like my dad who was trying to force me, I want to do your will, Lord. Yes. I want want to line up my will with your will. I want to line up my thinking with your thinking. Mm -hmm. And and in order to do that, a possibility, let's just try this. I want you to say after me. That was then, this is now. Okay? That was then. That was then. This is now. This is now. Say it again. That was then, this is now. One more time. That was then, this is now. Okay. And I'd like to share something with you after this, the commercial or whatever. Yes. Okay. I would love to hear it. Because I think we could come up with a plan that's God-honoring, that gives the Lord full control of you, and that all you're going to do is cooperate with what would be His perfect will for you, and that would ease that fear that you've been living with so long. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. 
Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any questions or concerns about any of the topics that we raise here on the program, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help you access the appropriate resources for you. Our keys for loving we're recommending tonight called Fear, No Longer Afraid. Also, Anorexia and Bulimia, Control that's out of control. Those and many other titles are available by calling customer support at 800-488-4673. That's 800-488-HOPE. You can also email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org with any questions you have regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. You might uh, find some other resources that will be helpful for you at our store, online store, at hopefortheheart.org slash store. And uh, you'll find three areas there, basically. it's uh, The first is the recently updated and uh, newly designed um, new titles being added to the store monthly, our keys for living topics, and so many resources providing biblical hope and practical help on a variety of topics. Over 40 topics in the store, more being added, as I said, monthly to that. You'll also find our video-based training program called Lifeline to Hope. That's a 10-session lay caregiving training course, and that's been such a helpful tool for pastors and churches who are looking to start or grow a care ministry in their church. You'll also find lots of resources that June has done over the years, and it's all there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Now back to our conversation with Sandy. Well, uh, Sandy, you wanted to share something with me, so I'm interested in what... Yeah, when you said, you know, repeat after me, that was then and this is now. Mm -hmm. I just, I started like thinking, I feel like it's still happening now. Like when someone says, um, oh, well, aren't you going to eat? Or is that all you're going to eat? You should eat that. That's not good for you. You you know, this is better. This is healthier. It like it triggers something in me and maybe wants to make me rebellious or something. And I feel like, no, you know, don't. No, I'm not going to let you control me. I'm going to eat what I want to eat. And mm. if I don't want to eat, I'm not going to eat. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I think the part of that was then, this is now, is your your father, who I will assume meant well. Um, mm-hmm. Parents have a responsibility to provide and protect. And yes. so if they see, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I don't know about him on in other areas, but um, when a child does something endangering, endangering themselves, it is appropriate for parents to do what they can to help change whatever the scenario is. But unfortunately, what we just said a moment ago was that is not the way to do it, to force feed pills down your mouth and, and for him to sit on you. I mean, this this, this is... Unfortunately, uh, he was not coached how to do it, this in the right way at all. And mm-hmm. all that would do, that would traumatize typically a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have parents who sit on you to force something into your mouth. Now, mm-hmm. again, his motive could be right. And I, let, let's, uh, do, do you think his motive, his, his inner motive really was right? Yes, I do. And the same with, you know, like my friends or family now that try to tell me what to eat right or what not, what is bad for me. I believe their motive is wrong. I'm the one that's taking it wrong. Okay. Okay. So this, this is very helpful. This really is helpful because what your job is going to be, the Bible says, take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. Christ, yes. Take every thought captive, meaning Mm. there was a fearful time of life where there were a lot of bad, very bad things that occurred. Okay, Mm -hmm. you're not powerless anymore. You do, as an adult have abilities that you did not have when you were a child. And so, 2 Corinthians 10, this is a scripture, one scripture you could um, put in your arsenal. Um, It's like put into your mind and repeat it over and over. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10 Verse 4 says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Interesting Mm. word. A stronghold is like, here you are. uh, Let's say you represent the the United States of America, since you live in America, in the United States. Uh, And if all of a sudden... An enemy, let's say it's terrorists, uh, take over a, they, they land and take over a portion of, and we, we could say it's, whether it's uh, San Francisco or you know, just whatever city. Then mm-hmm. that now, and they, you know, they're terrorizing everyone. These are terrorists they can get a stronghold. 
and that is a military term, and it's used to in warfare. So we're saying we're the, we're reading here that there are weapons that can be used against you that have divine, but but God will give you on the contrary. Uh, God's words, his mindset, his strategy will give you divine power to demolish strongholds. And then it says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take every captive, sorry, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So what this is saying for you is, all right, I know the physical reaction. I am triggered when somebody tries to control anything that would go into me because this was traumatic in my past. But instead, I acknowledge right now that people who, there are people who try to help and I'm going to be very candid sometimes people's help is not helpful but mm-hmm. they don't know it no they I agree believe that they're doing something right so mm-hmm. your job is going to be to say okay they mean well I'm not going okay. to ascribe the wrong motive and I'm not going to go back to childhood when I had no power over the abuse that I experienced. And I'm going to take my thoughts and make every thought obedient to Christ. Yes. Are you following yes. this? Yes. Okay, yes. so yes. then yes. now Thank you. it's a matter yes. of saying, okay, I will, I will take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. What does Christ want? Well... Guess what Jesus Christ did? He said, do not worry. Matthew 6 is about worry. And he said, look at the birds of the air. This is Jesus speaking. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. See, feeding food is set in a positive context instead of negative. Mm. So this Mm. is where you're going to start looking and go, okay, the feeding part is actually from the Heavenly Father. And then he says, are you not much more valuable than they, the birds? So he wants you to feed on the physical food that's right, so that you can live as long as possible as he designs you to be. Yes. I'm talking about yes. the, the Bible says, um, mm-hmm. and I, I love the fact that all the days ordained for us were written in his book before one of them came to be. So he knows how long you're supposed to be able to live. Yes. And so what I'm saying to you is uh, the biblical perspective would be even, I know I'm giving you another scripture, Ephesians 5, uh, verse 29. 
No one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body, mm. just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. So, see, the feeding part is right. Uh, in other words, mm. I, there, there are times when all of a sudden I will be, um, I'll, it's like I, I'm out of gas. I'm out of gasoline, a car mm-hmm. that's out of gasoline. And mm-hmm. I, I remember when, <laughs> a number of times I, I had a wonderful uh, assistant, and, all, and she would look at me and would have a, a, sit at the desk uh, across from each other, and she'd, she'd say, June, you need to eat something. And I looked at her, and it would be like 3 in the afternoon or 3.30 or 4, and, and she said, June, Go get something to eat. Or she would just go and bring something. She said, I can see you wilting. I, by the way, I am not mm. shrinking violet. I mean, I'm not, you know, um, I, I've always, you know, struggled with uh, weight and, and not, I mean, some people are, are you know, skinny minis and just uh, paper thin. Well, that's not me. But but I I just want to be careful. But but I would go and I would have something on hand that would just give me energy. And uh, it could be some tuna fish or chicken salad or just something or just a piece of, of protein. And I, I, I just know, I, I remember thinking, I'd be so surprised that it didn't take long at all for me all of a sudden to feel better. I didn't, but I didn't recognize it in me. And I thought, mm. why? At first time she did it, I, I was surprised. Then the next time she did it, I was again surprised. I kept being surprised. How can you tell that? And, and she said, June, I can see you. Mm. You're, you're, it's like you need some fuel. Yeah. And I go, okay. So, you know, I just keep certain things, you know, in the refrigerator just that I can just go to. And they're not the bad things that will be. Uh, sweet and the, the things that really could because because they're foods that are better than others and and you know yeah. that because uh, I can yeah. I, I know you know things like that yeah so the issue now is for you to remove the obstacles in other words to to change your thinking to line up with God's thinking that's the aim do you agree yeah. that that would be helpful I agree. Thank you. You helped me so much. Thank oh, you. I am proud of you. Uh, mm-hmm. Late down the road, if you want to write and let me know uh, uh, how what, what you did, I would love to hear it. Because, see, you can be an inspiration for others. Because there are yes. so many people, and they feel they feel bad about themselves. Some people feel shame. They, they don't want people to know that they struggle in this area. But I mm-hmm. believe... Heavenly Father, give her the victory that is aligned with your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We will send our keys for living called fear, no longer afraid. Uh, Also, anorexia and bulimia, control that's out of control. We'll send those out to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. 
And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded. 